And welcome, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought. If you're left, you just ain't right podcast, the Saturday edition. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna keep Saturdays something like a scatter shooting Saturday. Just a little of this, a little of that, some sports, some culture. Who the hell knows what I'm gonna talk about? Um, I got a few windows open just to see what I want to talk about. But I know I do want to talk about this because this is a subject that ticks me off. Uh, Inside the Games has a piece up. And the, uh, well, the source of my frustration and many people's frustration is in the headline. Unvaccinated Djokovic seeks, quote, special permission to play in U.S. tournaments. Now, for those of you who really don't know anything about tennis, uh, Djokovic is the Tied for the all-time winningest uh, male tennis player in, in history. Uh, and he is unvaccinated for the you-know-what. Now, I see everyone running around, no mask, no mask, no mask. Uh, we've kind of just learned to live with COVID. The media sens- sensationalism is gone. Uh, they don't want to rip it too hard because that may, 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 might make Biden look bad. Uh, and they don't want to do that, the media. So anyway, Djokovic is unvaccinated. So I think last year he missed the U.S. Open because he couldn't get in because he wasn't vaccinated. And it's coming up in August, I believe. So it's a little ways away, but he, there's other tournaments in the United States other than just the Grand Slams like the U.S. Open. In fact, that's the only Grand Slam in the United States. Uh, but Patrick Burke writes this piece about unvaccinated men's singles tennis world number one, Novak Djokovic, is again speaking special permission, seeking special permission to enter the U.S. for upcoming tournaments. Uh, the joint record 22-time Grand Slam winner has refused to receive inoculations against COVID-19 leading to a high-profile deportation prior to last year's Australian Open when his visa was canceled and him being unable to compete at the U.S. Open. The U.S. has extended requirements for all non-U.S. citizens flying into the country to be vaccinated against COVID-19 until April 10th, meaning he is on course to miss the Indian Wells Masters and Miami Open. Now, I'm sure he doesn't need them financially. But he's a tennis player. He wants to play tennis. One of the fittest, most healthy people you'd ever find on the face of the earth. And we're still playing the stupid vaccine game. You can't make an exemption for him. You can't say, okay, we're going to test you. And obviously you're very fit, great athlete. So you can play. Because he wants to play and guess who wants to see him? Almost everybody who's a tennis fan, and I'm eh, a medium tennis fan, wants to see the best players play. Okay? And they want to see him even if they're not going to root for him to win the tournament. It's it's stupid. It's childish. Why do we still do this? Uh, now, again, Djokovic is Serbian, and his brother, uh, George Djokovic, hopes he can receive an exemption to the vaccine requirements to play at the Association of Tennis Professionals Tour Masters 1000 events, the latter of which in Miami is scheduled for March 22nd through April the 2nd. 
Uh, and again, it would be better for everybody, I think. The fans want to see him. He wants to play. Can we get over this vaccination, vaccination mandate? Which I think we all know now is for a lot more about control and making people kneel and kiss the rings than about preventing people from getting sick. And enough of that story. I think you know how I feel. Uh, I've got some shocking news here. Shocking. When you pick up, uh, actually I didn't pick up the paper, but on Bing they have the nice news scroll I like. Uh, And another rapper is dead at a young age, 35. The rapper's name is Kiernan, a.k.a. Forbes, uh, who's a beloved South African rapper, is dead at 35. And he didn't fall off the curb and die. He uh, was, well, he died by a drive-by shooting. Another, I think it might be safe to step out and say it, probably gang-related in some way, thug-related. He was found shot dead in a drive-by shooting Friday in Durban, South Africa. Now, South Africa has some issues right now. Uh, They have for a while now. Uh, So, he's gone. His real name was Kiernan Jared Forbes. Uh, He was born and raised in Cape Town, which is in South Africa. Forbes gained recognition after releasing his single Victory Lap from his debut album, Alter Ego. But it seems that uh, there's a lot of violent deaths for very young rappers. Now, if I was concerned, and I don't like to hear anybody getting killed violently, okay? But if I was a fan of rap, I think I would be very angry that a lot of the artists I might listen to might respect. Um might go see in concert. I would be very angry that the media just seems to ignore this. And I think the media is more afraid of getting into the uh, death of violent death of rappers than they are fixing a problem or reporting a problem. In other words, they're not doing journalism again. You need to do journalism media. That's your job. It's like a dentist that won't pull teeth out. I'm a dentist, but I ain't pulling that. I ain't touching that nasty tooth. Uh-uh. Come on, media. Do your job. Yes, I'm sure the race baiters are going to scream, but you know what? They're going to find something else to scream about. Have you ever seen a time when Ben Crump wouldn't chase a certain kind of ambulance? If you know what I mean, and I think that you do. Or Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson back in the day. Or any assorted other number of race pimps. These are young people getting slaughtered. And no one seems to really care. Now, if one of those rappers were shot by a police officer, even if it was completely justified, even if it was caught on camera by 17 different cameras and everyone showed the rapper pull a gun and try to kill the cop first, it would be national headlines. We'd be bracing for riots. Oh, excuse me, peaceful protests. We'd be bracing for that, but we wouldn't. But when a rapper gets shot by some thug, it's uh, somehow it's not newsworthy. 
except to hey say how how sad and can we ban guns yet? Because that's the media's answer to everything violent. Can we ban guns? Just ban guns. That'll solve everything. Just ask California. Ask New York. Ask New Jersey with tough gun laws. How that's working for them. Ask Chicago. But anyway, I, I just it's sad. You know, this this guy at 35 is gone, gunned down, and there's any number of rappers this happened to. And there are are remember before I left Texas in, in the Dallas area, in the Oak Cliff area. Uh, there was a nine-year-old girl in her home doing what whatever nine-year-old girls do, being a kid. Uh, some wannabe rapper had been insulted. One of his songs had been insulted by another wannabe rapper, and he was going to get his respect. So he did a drive-by. And one of those bullets he sprayed into this neighborhood when he went through at the, at the person's house who had dissed him, killed a nine-year-old girl. Media, your job is to report things, to uncover things. Maybe you could push some people to uh, actually do something about the culture, or at least part of the culture behind rap and hip-hop. Because there's something foul in Denmark, if you know what I'm saying. How did Denmark get stuck with that expression, by the way? Yeah, it's those damn Denmarkians. You mean the Danes? No, the Denmarkians. They're from Denmark. Bunch of nuts. Yeah, they're called Danish. No, I don't want a don't want a Danish. Don't want a donut. Don't want a, no, no, no. People from Denmark are called Danes. What? You see where this goes, my friends. Denmark always catches hell somehow. The oppression of the Denmarkians, the <laughs> the Danes. Uh, but anyway, seriously, in all seriousness, this is it's sad. It's just sad that. The media doesn't really want to stir anybody to do something. And politicians, I guess they don't see any interest. So what the hell? Just a few dead rappers. What do they care, right? Now I've got some <laughs> some good news. I don't know who it's good for. But it's near and dear to my heart because Pirates Cove reports that uh, the good news of the day is that the IRS... Remember, they just hired 87,000 new IRS agents to get all the tax cheats, and they're only going to go after the rich. Only the big, fat, rich swine they're going to go after, folks. They won't go after the working people. Ah, Joe Biden told us, so you know it must be bullshit. And it is bullshit. And everyone with a brain knew it. But the, the liberals out there, I'm sure they're still regurgitating the same points. Ah, remember, the 87,000 new IRS employees are only going to go after those damn rich people. Here's a headline. Biden's IRS plans to crack down on waiters, tips, and I'm sure bartenders too. Anybody who does a significant amount of their work or their main income comes from tips. Uh... Are those the rich people you're going to go after? The big fat cats you're going to go after, you said? Uh, most people waiting tables, bartending. Uh, I made quite a bit of money bartending over the years. Actually, more than I ever made at any type of uh, management or general management uh, position in a restaurant business. But, and I loved doing it. I enjoyed it. But, uh, 
I was never rich and powerful, and and you know what? Nobody is. Even usually the people who own the bars or restaurants they work at aren't rich and powerful. But that's going after the rich. That's what Biden and Democrats say. Then in reality, it's uh, sending 87,000 new IRS IRS agents out there, some armed, uh, with some, uh, some Vaseline and some audit forms. And one of the people they're going to need the Vaseline and audit forms for are the yeah the gal that just took your order for your breakfast at Denny's and a bartender that you stop out after work and have a couple nice beers and some wings, and you go there because man does she look good in those shorts. Uh, they're going to go after her maybe. I'm sure they'll include anybody who works for any type of significant tipping from driving, be it Lyft or Uber or whatever companies are out there things like that so if you get tipped you're going to get reamed because the left hasn't figured this one out yet they tax 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 they need more money more money more money more money more money more money in fact whenever they have a surplus at a state level federal level anywhere what do they do okay what are we going to spend it on wait we can give it back to the taxpayers Oh, you can't do that. It's not their money. Actually, it is their money. Remember when George W. Bush did that, the rebate checks? Because we had a surplus. The left freaked out about that. They hate it. What are you doing? Somebody pays you too much money, you keep it. Don't tell them. Shh. Tell them they owe you more. That's how Democrats' tax strategy works right there. But anyway, to this story, the Eternal Revenue Service. Yes, <laughs> service. <laughs> they call it a service. Uh, yeah. Uh, also known as the IRS, <clears throat> uh, proposed a revenue procedure this week to crack down on the service industry's reporting of tips. Uh, the Service Industry Tip Compliance Agreement, SITCA, program would be a voluntary tip reporting system which the IRS and service industries companies cooperate according to the announcement Monday as part of the proposal the IRS will give the public until early May to provide feedback on the program before implementing it those 87,000 new IRS agents that you were promised would only target the rich tweeted Mike Pilitz uh, Federal Affairs Manager at Americans for Tax Reform. They're coming after the waitress's tip now. According to the IRS, the program would seek to improve tip reporting compliance, reduce administrative burdens, and provide more transparency and certainty to taxpayers. I don't know how they're going to... I mean, I know you would uh, most, I guess, now get checks... You credit card tips, you take your cash tips home, your credit card tips go in your check and you get taxed. And more and more, the the vast majority of of tickets closed are credit cards, debit cards, so you're not actually seeing the money. Okay, they're paying with their debit card, they're paying with a credit card. Uh, They're not paying with cash, and that's the only cash you take home. So more and more, it's become every week or two weeks, you get a check and the majority of your tips are on your check and they're taxed. Uh, But, of course, some people still tip cash. I know a lot of people, they would only tip cash. 
whenever they would fly out from the airport, they'd say, oh, yeah, man, went by the ATM. I'm not going to let them screw you. They were very, very, uh, they really recognized that servers, bartenders live on tips. It was, it was funny. But there's nothing wrong with being asked to pay your fair share of taxes. Overall, though, Americans don't pay their fair share. Uh, They pay more than their fair share. And let's be down to earth honest here. Congress, if you want to talk about fair and responsible, you want to talk about people paying their fair share, especially you Democrats. Why don't you try spending your fair share? Why don't you try spending according to what the Constitution says you should spend money on? Why don't you do that? Cut the bullshit out of taxes. All the little, little, uh, you, deputy, uh, what was I looking for? The withholdings, the exemptions, you don't have to pay tax. Well, you spent this much money traveling, this, this. Get rid of them all. Make it almost impossible to cheat on those because they won't exist anymore. And tax people at a very low, fair rate. Everybody the same with one personal exemption for themselves and exemptions for any person who's a dependent of them. And you take away all the rules to break, people can't break them anymore. And then you spend responsibly. I know. I know what you're thinking. The chances of Congress ever again spending fairly or even sanely uh, is is less than... Uh, Bless the odds of some Hayek showing up naked at my front door. In other words, it's another long, cold night for Doug. Son of a you-know-what. Uh, but again, this is just going after the little guy. Going after the little guy. Because that's what government does. Who's who's easier to, to get money out of? The waitress who has a kid and she's struggling to get by and get a college degree. Is she easier to go after? Or is a guy who's worth $870 million and has tax attorneys coming out of his you-know-what? Exactly. Uh, William Teach of the Pirate Cove says this, How do you feel about defending the new IRS funding scheme now, Democrat voters? Do you get it now? Do you get that they won't really be going after the rich, but the middle and working classes because it's a whole lot easier? Since they have less ex- less access to high price accountants and lawyers, the IRS gives a pinky promise that they won't, but that's really where the money is. Sir, William Teach, you're a great blogger and a great American, sir. I appreciate you. Perhaps the oldest friend of the Daily Gator blog. There's the other McCain, uh, Pirates Cove, and there's another one I want to mention, Proof Positive. Uh, has has uh, said as of this weekend that he is no longer blogging. He's no longer going to do it. He hasn't really been doing it. He's been doing it to less and less degree, but he will be missed. If you ever ever visited Proof, Proof Positive, uh, it was always a good blog and, and, and uh, a great wise man. And he actually started his blog... Uh, the same day, I think, that I did. Same year and same day. Some month, anyway. Um, and uh, it was always an honor. And you will be missed, my friend. 
You'll be missed, Mike. You'll be missed, sir. God love you. I love you. Take care of yourself. And stop by the delegator and comment. Call me names or something so I don't miss you too much. And now one more story, my friends. One more damn story. And this is one of these pieces you see from the media when they're when they're panicking when they don't have any anything to really talk about and they make up something that is some dire problem that only they can see and report on it really isn't a problem the latest problem is that the the state of the union speech which president mumbles gave tuesday uh it's become uncivil or something Again, we go to Pirates Co. for this. And apparently Time Mag- Time Magazine has the vapors. They're upset. Really, really upset. We're talking Nancy Pelosi ran out of gourmet $100 a pint ice cream or something to put in her giant freezer. Uh, that level of upset, my friends. Because Republicans, those damn right-wing conservatives, were mean to Biden during his rants. And yes, the Biden speech was not unifying. It was angry, bitter, divisive, and, and maybe not complete and, and total, but 90% bullshit. Uh, like when he lied about Republicans wanting to kill Social Security and Medicare. The left lies so easily. They lie with the ease that you and I breathe, my friends. But just observe them sometimes. They say things that are patently false and smile the whole time and talk about loving working Americans, trying to help them out. Give them a fair break, fair shake. Yeah, they want a fair shake. See how much money they can get out of their pockets. Uh, He lied about Republicans wanting to kill Social Security, wanting to kill Medicare, and pushed to force doctors to perform gender-confused surgeries. In other words... If you were a doctor who was qualified to do a, a sex change surgery or one of the many surgeries involved, and you didn't want to because you said this this person, I can't do it, I don't think is right in this case, you could be forced to. So much for pro-choice when it comes to medical field, I guess, unless you're killing babies. <clears throat> now, 14 years after you lie shocked Congress. That was uh, Justice Samuel Alito, my second favorite justice after Clarence Thomas. Uh, remember Obama was giving a speech during the State of the Union and he was lying because Obama was a big fat liar, a big skinny liar, uh, a big skinny lanky liar. And we said something that was just grotesquely false and Samuel Alito kind of mouthed the words, Liar, or you lied, I forget specifically. Uh, but 14 years after you lie, shocked Congress. You really think that shocked Congress? After what Congress does to the people every day? And yes, you too, Republicans. Okay, you too. Just not as, just not as often, and you use more lubricant. That's the only difference. You still screw the people. Uh, yelling at the president becomes a new norm. Did these people not watch Biden's special speech a few months ago? Or many speeches where he says the nastiest and falsest things about Republicans, conservatives? 
Have they missed all these times when Harry Reid deliberately lied and smeared Mitt Romney for not paying his taxes and then bragged about it? The left just misses this stuff. They just miss it. They just don't see it happen. And then they go on their little tangents. Oh, my God, it's so mean. Those Republicans are so mean. I hate them. They're bastards. Uh, Now, when South Carolina Joe Wilson yelled, you lie, I forgot about that. Uh, Joe Wilson yelled, you lie, during a 2009 speech President Barack Obama delivered to Congress. The breach of decorum quickly became the evening's most notable moment. Uh, I was on, was it not Sam Alito that said something to Obama? Maybe I was wrong. I apologize if I was. Uh, and I'll, I'll look it up and find out. Uh, and next podcast on Monday, I will clarify the record. Uh, but I do remember Joe Wilson of South Carolina yelling, you lie. But anyway, that was during the 2009 speech Barack Obama delivered to Congress. Uh, the reach of decorum quickly became the evening's most notable moment, thanks to our whining media. Members of both parties condemned the outburst, which was a response to the president's claim that his health care plan would not apply to undocumented immigrants. Uh, after being booed by his colleagues, Wilson issued an apology and expressed contrition to Obama's chief of staff. Of course, as William Teach notes, Obama did lie. Uh, 14 years later, heckling, booing, and yelling at the president has become the norm. During the this year's State of the Union speech on Tuesday, Republicans shouted, they shouted, in a shouting voice, they shouted at President Joe Biden's on and off throughout the address. Though they were occasionally met by shushing and calls for order, those efforts didn't end the interruptions. It was so terrible. Well, yeah, as William Teach writes, when Biden yammered about fentanyl crossing the border, it is his fault. For doing little to secure the border, he said that illegal immigration is down. He lied. Well, they might not know he lied. There is that defense for Biden, legitimate defense. Uh, well, I know my husband was walking around the White House lawn with no pants on, but uh, <laughs> he didn't know he had no pants on. He thought he had his magic pants on. Yes, that Hunter Biden gave him. Yes, that's what he thought. So it really wasn't his fault. He wasn't lying. He just didn't know. Later in the evening, soon after Biden appealed to Republicans to help pass his comprehensive comprehensive immigration reform plan, uh, I think that'll completely wipe out the U.S. border and just say open for business. Come on in. Yes, that's sarcasm, but... There's a lot of truth to it, my friends. He prepared to move on to a discussion of abortion rights. Wonder how many babies would like to speak on abortion rights. Well, if the if the unborn could speak, if that magic power was given to them, you'd see some change in this country. Um he prepared to move on to, to a discussion of abortion rights, but Republicans wouldn't let him transition so easily. He was trying to transition. Not that type of transition. Joe Biden is trans now? He, is he the first trans president? Has he claimed that yet? <laughs> I'm as trans as you're trans. 
You're a transmission, I'm a transmission. By golly. Yeah, that's right. I'm for the working man. Joe Biden. You all leave Hunter alone. Those girls ain't prostitutes, and that ain't pornography. He's making a documentary. That's what it is. Documentary about Ukraine. That's why they paid him a lot of money. Uh, late in the evening, soon after Biden appealed to Republicans to help please pass his comprehensive immigration reform plan. Uh, Republicans started peppering him with shouts of secure the border. Oh my God, how did the president ever survive such a horrific attack of secure the border? I I wish they'd have added do your damn job. Of course, (laughs) most people in Congress don't do their damn jobs, at least correctly. Now, when Biden got to the portion of his speech devoted to China, and didn't mention the infamous Chinese balloon that dominated headlines last week, Green interjected again. That's uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, I'm sure. Now, the thing about the Chinese balloon, you saw it before it ever, ever hit Alaska. You watched it go all the way across this country. Military bases were passed. They could be spied on, all this stuff. And as soon as they got done taking their slow tour of the United States, then we shot it down. I wonder if, if Joe called uh, China and said, can we shoot it now? Can we shoot it? Uh, very weak. Very weak. I guarantee you had Trump been president or DeSantis been president or Reagan was alive and was president, uh, that would not have happened. And apparently there's been more balloons. They just shot one down or something down over Alaska. Uh, they say anyway, who knows? China's spying on us, Marjorie Taylor Greene cried. And as William Teach, excuse me, a pirate school points out here, uh, Biden tried to get all big and tough on China. He looked like a buffoon when it happened. Uh, Still looks like a buffoon, quite frankly. Uh, No mention from the media. No, No gnashing of teeth over Nancy Pelosi's little brat. Brad Act of tearing up Trump's speech. Remember that from a couple years ago, whenever it was his, might have been his last uh, say the Union address. How childish, Nancy, really. How, how, but, but what does the media say about Pelosi? Oh, tough. She's a tough old bird. You don't mess with Pelosi. She'll get in your face. She'll take you down. Pelosi doesn't take any stuff. She's tough. She loves her people. She takes care of her people. Doing her job. She's tough. You got to respect her. Give that woman that gavel. Someone's getting hit. I like it. But when Marjorie Taylor Greene says, hey, uh, China's spying on us, you idiot president. Oh, no, what? Shut that woman up. She doesn't need to speak. She needs to learn her place. That's right. She needs to learn her place. She doesn't get to speak to our president that way. Even if she does raise good points. Very sad, my friends. Very, very, very sad. Uh, Let me see. Now, Pirate Scope does point this out. There was a couple headlines here. One was three Democrats walk out of Trump's State of the Union uh, address in in protest. Where was a condemnation? Not existent. Uh, Democrats scoff, boo, groan, and glower. Glower? 
Ooh, that is serious. At Trump's State of the Union, the credentialed media wasn't too upset over all those things either, uh, uh, William Teach notes. You know who was upset over that, over the whole China thing? When uh, I have rumors, I hear that uh, a certain congressman who used to be on the Intelligence Committee, but isn't anymore, because he's not very intelligent. Eric Swalwell, the serial TV, <laughs> the serial TV uh, flagellist. <laughs> All he heard was China, and he thought of Fang Fang, who he probably misses. And Swalwell wanted to bang bang with Fang Fang, and well, he can't anymore. He's he's a, he's a sad puppy. And no, I'm not ever going to let that live down, Mister Mister Representative Swalwell. Because other than farting on TV, you've been a success at nothing, including your numerous attempts to to uh, smear conservatives on Twitter, which have ended very badly for you. Very badly. Uh, so, just shh. Okay, let the adults speak, Eric. Um, anyhow, the media doesn't want booing or jeering or interruptions. And here's an idea. If the, the media doesn't expect that of Republicans or Democrats, if, they, if they're worried about decorum, um, don't, don't lie. If you're a president or, or his administration, don't fear monger. Don't stand there and blame storm the opposing party and expect them to sit there and take it. Okay, you continue to call people names, they're going to get pissed and going to fire back at a certain point. And don't paint an overly rosy picture, Mr. President, of the economy that doesn't match reality. Uh, here's a quote for, via Fox News from Representative Juan Siscomani, Republican of Arizona. President Biden wants to tell you that everything is great, but why aren't people feeling great? The American dream feels more unattainable, and sadly, President Biden fails to show leadership and present any viable solution. The results speak for themselves. The cost of living is out of control. The price of milk and bread continue to rise. Buying eggs is now a luxury. Gas prices are still too high, which impacts everything we buy. It's nearly impossible to buy a house due to high prices and high interest rates. Yet the Republican Party is just supposed to smile and applaud blindly whatever Joe manages to babble out of his mouth. Whatever you can can understand. That is what the media expects you to do. Because Democrats can do no wrong. And Republicans, according to the media, can do no right. Yep. That's the way it is, my friends. And I'm done. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Again, Chiefs 37, Eagles 35. It's going to be a classic game, I'm telling you. Uh, remember the three golden rules to life, my friends. You're left. If you're left, you're just a right. God bless America. And, yes, go Gators. Oh, no, the cat's woken up. The My senile cat is... Now angry because of I don't know what. He's a sweet cat, but he is kind of moody here as he nears the end of his uh, very, very lengthy life. Feel bad. He's been a great cat.
But thank you for listening. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hope your pets are okay and still sane. That would be nice. And uh, pray for the country. Pray for yourselves. Pray for everybody. If you don't believe in prayer, well, we disagree, but you can still be be a great American. Step number one, listening to my podcast and reading my blog, thedailygator.net. Yes, D-A-L-E-Y-G-A-T-O-R.net. God bless you all, my friends. Take care. We'll talk to you knuckleheads soon.